0: Hello and welcome to Between the Mountains podcast where we talk about your adventure travels from backpacking to expeditions. I'm your host Chris and today we welcome Corey and Leanne who come to talk to us about Sri Lanka uh, in quite a bit of depth about national parks, waterfalls, some encounters with elephants too. I really, really hope you enjoy it. They have a podcast too, they have blogs, they have a YouTube, I will put those links in the, the description. If you enjoy the episode, then please subscribe or follow and share it with a friend who you think would enjoy the podcast. But otherwise, let's just get straight into it. So hello, Corey and Leanne. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. How are you today?
1: We're fantastic. Thank you. How are you? We're good.
2: Thanks.
0: Yeah, very, very well. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to this. So... Today we are going to be talking about Sri Lanka, which you guys spent some considerable time there actually. How long were you there for in the end?
2: Uh, We had the 30-day visas, which is pretty standard. I think only the Dutch get a longer visa at this point from what I was able to find out. But yeah, we had 30 days from the middle of December to the middle of January 2019 into
0: 2020. Nice. That sounds perfect. So the full month then.
2: Mm -hmm. yeah we
1: could have done longer we might add as well if we if we were allowed to we would have done longer without having to do a visa run yeah it's
0: a really beautiful country then
1: oh it's amazing one of our favorites Mm
0: -hmm. oh brilliant how why were you there what what made you go out that way
1: um so we were in the middle of a seven month trip so we were kind of doing parts of southeast asia and india was like the main i guess nepal and india were our main attractions on that trip and then I just actually heard from some friends just how good Sri Lanka was because I've got um, quite a few friends that have been there and we both love to surf we both love to hike and and we just knew it was like a bit more how do I say chilled out than India so after like a month in India or two months in India we were a bit like okay well we should go down to Sri Lanka and then we can go back up to India and after relaxing on the beach for a little while.
0: Mm -hmm. Well perfect that sounds great. And obviously a month is uh, a little long to go day by day in a podcast session without it being longer than Inception as a film. (laughs) Um, But um, let's go through highlight by highlight then. Uh, So you get to the country. It's gorgeous. What's the first thing you do?
2: So we get to Colombo and what we'll say is we'll just preface a little bit by saying that right the day before we left, we were in um, southern India and we both went in and got dental work and I Leanne actually got my wisdom, Leanne teeth, Leanne got pulled wisdom teeth pulled so she was like swollen up not <laughs> feeling great so we get to Colombo we have a couple days there but it's mostly me running around um, trying to find you know just getting some good food just trying to get my bearings in the city a little bit but Leanne was pretty much bedridden just because she was struggling after the surgery so Colombo she saw on the back end which we actually found to be really great um, really cool town I've found it to be kind of like a it just had these pockets that were really modern it didn't feel like a like a indian like a new delhi or mumbai or anything like that it felt not so overwhelming i think would be the right way to put it yeah. and like it's got some like modern
1: almost like a bangkok i would compare mm-hmm. um colombo to yeah so we ended up staying there um which is a really cool city um and then we ended up moving north to Wilpattu national park So um, I don't know if anyone listening knows a lot about Sri Lanka, but the wildlife is just a huge thing. There's so many national parks with elephants, um, leopards, sloth bears. There's just so much wildlife there. It's really, really amazing. 22
2: national parks on this tiny little island, and they're all just unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but we decided to go to a um, Wilpatu because it was a bit quieter than, so I think it's Yellow National Park?
2: Yala's the big one kind of in the south that I think a lot of people go to, but Wilpatu's up north, you get the same
1: experience.
2: It's not as big, you don't get as many people, but it's got just as, um, it's got the same wildlife. I think maybe not quite as many or quite as much, but um, I mean, we got really lucky because one, the park was pretty much empty, and two... We saw a sloth bear. We saw a leopard off into the distance. We're Crocodile. awful. Everyone's got zoom lenses and binoculars. We were just like iPhone in it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they were like, "There's a leopard over there." We're like, "Take your word for it." <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah, perfect. definitely,
1: definitely go to a national park. That is that's. Honestly, there's so many. Um, and we, we'd actually hit a couple of them um, by accident and uh, some extra ones, but. Um, yeah, just make sure that's on t- to go to. But Will Patu, we personally went to that one. And it's really super it.
2: easy to get up there. You just take a train straight north from Colombo about five hours. couple of dollars. Pretty comfortable, yeah. really. Uh, the train system there was just really convenient. Um, other than us just kind of always doing things last minute and not booking ahead, um, it's it's really easy. Mm-hmm.
0: Perfect. Good. And you said it's easy to get to them with with, with 22. Did
2: you say twenty twenty two? 22, did you say? national parks yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
2: all of them are and they're like some of them are back to back um
1: some of them are just open
2: yeah um you can
1: drive through them and see elephants which is a story that we'll tell you later on in this yeah
2: (laughs) so if you follow this itinerary there's not much to do in this area besides go to Mm wilpatu um you kind of wake up they do the the tours in either a four-hour morning session or a four-hour evening session or just an all-day one we did the morning one because in our experience tend to see the most wildlife early so hmm. we did that and then we went back to our hotel which again was just dead um i don't know what was going i think it was just the
1: low season maybe low season. Yeah. I, I really
2: don't know but um nobody there but we got a great room at a really affordable rate and then the next morning we woke up and arranged a driver to take us over to um uh cigaria okay. cigaria rock area which was where we ended up spending a few days and that's when we got deep into some elephant fun <laughs>
0: sweet and it is now the time that we talk about some elephant
2: fun yeah i think it's a yeah. good time so you can start this yeah.
1: so um so yeah so that was our itinerary colombo up to will patty stayed there for a night and then went over so it's kind of like we did a circle around the the, the mid section
2: mm-hmm. and yeah. the
1: bottom section of sri lanka so we get to the town just out of Sigiriya. Do you remember the name of that town? Because that is not in my notes. No, I cannot find it.
2: Unfortunately, we can't remember the name of it. Um,
1: but it's a, It's basically, there's a whole bunch of, um, oh, what's it called? It's, it sounds like habanero, habanero pepper, habanara. habanara.
2: <laughs> habanara.
1: That's how I remember it, because I love chilies. So, <laughs> <laughs> so
2: it was
1: habanero that's where we stayed. And um, this was what we did. We had um, motorbikes. Or a motorbike, and we um, drove to Sigiriya because it's only about a 20-30 minute drive. And um, so there, that's where you can hike up the rock, which is in the middle of Sri Lanka. Or alternatively, t- alternatively, you can hike up on the rock that's close by to it, which is a hot tip that we recommend because it costs like $30 to hike up Sigiriya Rock, and it was it was really pretty. It was really nice. Um, but you get the same view, and then you get the view of Sigiriya Rock, which is all red stone from the the rock next to it, for five dollars. Oh. So and it's so much quieter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> much different
2: experience. And I let Leanne go and hike it up by herself because I was trying to go off into the distance and kind of hide out a little bit and get some drone footage. Um,
1: which you're not allowed to do well (laughs) after
2: we asked around we found out that it was more legal than it would lead than online would lead you to believe but we try to be really respectful with that but yeah yeah, i got off and and got some cool shots because obviously that morning light is some of the best light but yeah Yeah. we were on the road to head over there by like 5 30 because we were trying to get the sunrise light with with photos and the drone and everything and so we're on the scooter i'm on front Leanne's on back and on the drive the day before we were like oh we really wanted to to see some elephants and the guy that was driving us was like we got a pretty good chance to see some but we never ended up seeing any and then um all of a sudden it's pitch black out and then leanne and i are like all of a sudden like this light from the scooter sees this massive bull elephant in the middle of the road it's
1: like maybe 10 15 feet away from us
2: yeah not far at all like it came out of nowhere because obviously it's pitch black so all of a sudden like there's this huge elephant and i'm turning around to look at leanne and be like can you believe it
1: and I'm and, like oh, an and elephant.
2: the thing the thing hops up on its back legs lets off the huge trumpet, trumpet sound and charges and at charges us. at us so we no. ditch the bike ditch yeah. our bags and like run like 75 meters back the other way on the road and then turn around to see if he's still coming after us and thankfully he just gave us this warning and was kind of keeping an eye on us, but we couldn't really see it. Our, it took us another five minutes for our eyes to adjust.
1: And elephants are herd animals, right? So we're like, well, is this a renegade elephant? Or is he got his friends that are going to hop out of the bushes on either side yeah, around us? Yeah, It was terrifying. <laughs> exactly. We had
2: no idea like what to expect. Terrifying. And we didn't do the research to know how to handle a wild elephant Turn, encounter. Turns
1: a, out you're not supposed to run away.
2: Don't run. It's like bears, get big, get loud, try and scare them more than they're scaring oh, really? you yeah. But apparently, but that's when crazy. there's something that big about you, that's not what I'm going to do. Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs>
1: so that at, happened to us on the way.
2: At the time that this is
0: released, uh, the episode on Nepal will be released as well. And James talks about this elephant that he would say saved him when he was um, uh, down in that region. Um, or, yeah, I think it was James. Yeah, basically the story goes that that, uh, that they, were, they were guiding an elephant through, not riding them. And mm-hmm. this rhino saw them, charged after them, and the the elephants stood in between, in, in between the rhino and the people, and did exactly what you described. Like went up on his back there, did a big trunk thing, and just like sat down. Um, and the rhino just completely pegged it, scared. How amazing. So. I Wait. think we
1: just gave him a fright to be in a studio because, I mean, we were yeah. scared and shocked. And we came up fast and... on the
2: scooter. I want to challenge Leanne here because she does an amazing elephant trumpet sound. Oh,
1: no, don't do that now. Can you do it? Do trumpet
2: No, that's why we got to have her do it because it's a, it's amazingly awful. <laughs> <laughs> When I was in
0: Disney no, World, uh, I, they took they me up the front, I, front
2: I, and they said, you I will say, yeah, yeah, I will say that we had a, um, we were watching some David Attenborough while we were on this, in Sri Lanka, just because we were like, everything we're seeing is just planet Earth-esque on this island. Yeah. And uh, we were falling asleep one night and we had it going and it must have been an elephant episode because we heard a trumpet and both of us like jumped up and I think we're <laughs> a little bit scarred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, any, any more thing. elephant encounters to,
0: to note down?
1: Um, so, we, we no, not yep. quite so much as that. We did go past them, so one thing to note is that they are on the sides of the roads, because um, when, when you have a lot of grassland around the roads, Yeah. so actually, if you really want to see an elephant, and maybe you're in a bit of a budget, you don't have to go to a national park to do it, you can just, you can just drive around, um, which we love to do, we always recommend to hire scooters, but obviously drive very safe, um but it, you know there's so much wildlife and it, it's very much wild there's it's very much wild it's pretty pretty amazing
2: yeah i mean the towns that are by Sigiriya rock or Sigiriya rock are not that um they're just not that much going on so you kind of just go to see there's a few national parks surrounding it you get to go see the rock um we ventured around on the motorbike to see some different jungle and some farmland and stuff mm. and just kind of get off of on some dirt roads and whatnot but Yeah, we eventually ended up, um, we were trying to take a bus down to Candy from there. Um, And Candy's like the second biggest town outside of Colombo. And we ended up getting a tuk-tuk driver instead because he said that he would do it for cheaper than the bus. And then he was like, and then, you know, if you guys see something you want to pull over and stop, great. And he ended up being this really lovely guy who just gave us a great, like, personal tour Mm -hmm. from that area down to Candy. But on the way, right when we were getting going, he looks off into the distance in these fields and there's a herd of probably, like, I don't know seven or eight elephants out there just kind of grazing eating and so I was like well can I get the drone out and like I'm not going to go too close but I've got the zoom lens on the drone so we got some really cool footage of like a a couple siblings playing and just like intertwining their their trunks and stuff it was it was just really really cool
1: really magical
2: yeah yeah sounds it yeah so what's next then uh
1: so then we went down to Kandy um so this center central part of Sri Lanka so this is all just south of Sigiriya or Lion's Rock, because we butchered the, the pronunciation of that. We're just going to call it Lion's <laughs> Rock now. <laughs> um, but Kandy is this really cool, it's like got evidence of the, when the English were there, just the way that all the buildings are, yeah. are and stuff. Um, it's super busy, but it's really nice. It's a really cool city. It's got like Butter, uh, Butter Tooth Temple and, and there's just an abundance of waterfalls in this area. So we ended up staying there um, around a week over Christmas and New Year. And then we just hired a motorbike and we wanted to take the train down from Candy to Ella. So that's the really picturesque blue train that goes through and everyone gets the picture hanging out the door, Mm -hmm. which I shamefully did. And um, then (laughs) yeah, we
2: spent probably we spent a good week in candy we set up a home base we'd been backpacking for a while kind of going real budget in india so we sprung for a nicer place that we felt like might have like some other travelers and we could find like some people to have some a christmas party with and stuff but it it didn't end up working out it was still pretty dead yeah Mm -hmm. um but the town was going so there was a lot of places like a lot of great food um it's a pretty modern place i mean you can get anything that you want we even on christmas day went and did like
1: Virtual reality. We went in the and did mall, some
2: VR at the mall.
1: Which was a lot. Um the highlight of
2: that area was renting, renting a scooter and then going down and taking this great um waterfall chasing, uh, where we just we probably saw I think it was seven or eight waterfalls in a day. I mean it was a long it was six or seven hours of riding, so the backs and the butts were were hurting. But these
1: waterfalls were where? it's
2: endless in sri lanka i mean you just pu- you put in waterfalls on google maps and you just start doing it and you just route to all of them and it's just like
1: they weren't small they were huge no they're massive <laughs> and they're, and you
2: have just and you're going through this amazing countryside that's just filled with tea plantations and
1: rolling hills. oh it's just, and it's just absolutely it's gorgeous. beautiful i think like that's wineries yeah yeah, exactly it's like but i think of like wineries and how you can go on all these winery tours and stuff but it just swapped the wine out for the tea Mm
2: -hmm. and it
1: was just you know it was really cool (laughs) it was really cool (laughs) yeah
2: just yeah yeah, unbelievably beautiful stuff and like candy itself we we got we kind of fell in love with it was just a really chilled out um cool place and then besides that just being able to hop on the motorbike and get it get off into the country quickly and then check out all these waterfalls and you can see that these tea plantations are doing well because they're starting to build up their own little hotels and stuff. So and I, I think trends, probably yeah. in the next two years you're going to start seeing them offering just full service come and stay with, them. and um, and that'll give people an opportunity to not have to stay in Kandy or some of the surrounding cities. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be nice. Yeah.
1: yeah. So the areas that's um, in between the waterfalls as well, I'll say, is you have Kandy and then you have Nuwara Eliya. And that's where in between those two is where all of these magical waterfalls are. It's a huge space, like Corey said. But um, yeah, if anyone's looking for that. That's a couple of know. the
2: waterfalls' names are Devon Falls um, and then St. Clair Falls. And then um, there's Rambota. And Ramboda is where there's, if you get to that area, you've got, I'd say, a half dozen. And you just like look off in the distance. You're like, oh, my God, how do you get to that one? And it's just unbelievable. It's just endless. So I actually, because I'd years ago been in South America and went and saw Iguazu Falls on the border of Brazil and and Paraguay and uh, Argentina, I'd felt like I was like spoiled at too young of an age. And I was just like, I told Leanne, I was like, whatever, waterfalls aren't a big deal. And then (laughs) Sri Lanka just completely floored me. And then I was just like, oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've had similar (laughs) moments. Yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> where have yeah, but, your moments been like for that
0: like that were, was actually the, the whole of the UK uh, I think I, I grew up kind of going to some rubbish UK beaches yeah. and I was, I was like nah UK you know let's just, just go let's go abroad yeah. and then in recent years I've discovered the Highlands Lake District Dartmoor Newquay uh, and it's it's Brecon snowdonia and it's like holy like this is right next to me all my life <laughs> really beautiful yeah. right <laughs> yeah
1: well yeah, yeah I was telling Corey that because we're gonna head over to the UK this summer or we were supposed to be hopefully we can get over still and mm. uh, my mum lives in the highlands and I'm like well you Whoa. know what I've never been a tourist I've never been a tourist in the UK so I'm going over as a tourist completely and we're just gonna go camp and so it's gonna be mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well,
0: you can do the route 500 can't you
1: Exactly, that's what we really yeah. want to do.
0: Yeah, she just showed me that it looks really amazing. Yeah. Well maybe that's a future podcast in the works, right and there. There you go.
1: Um,
0: back to Sri Lanka. Um yeah. anything else we need to know about waterfalls before the next highlight?
2: Yeah, I would say that um, and this kind of will kind of um, segue this for you, but the I think the best waterfall and probably one of the best waterfalls either of us has ever seen is called uh D'Aluma Falls. And it's just outside of the town of Ella. So the main train that everyone does is from Candy to Ella, which we do. um Which is we, a
1: highlight that we will move we'll, on to we We'll in kind of second, circle yeah. back onto
2: that for okay. you. But yeah, this Luma Falls is 200 meter.
1: If you say so.
2: I think it's a 200 <laughs> meter drop. It's just this unbelievable, there's just, there's, a, there's like a probably like 30 meter waterfall just above it that's yeah. just spectacular on its own. And then you just keep walking down and there's these little pools of water, um, where the river kind of stills up a little bit, so you can just sit there and sunbathe and just hang out, and it's really comfortable. And then right at the ledge of Dialuma Falls is another pool, and um, where people are just hanging out. There's like natural water slides down these slippery rocks. It's just this amazing yeah. place to hang out. And if you get really lucky, which we didn't, uh, but you can like in the hike in, which is a couple mile hike, um, you can get. Um, what would I say? You can see wild elephants and yeah. there's quite a bit of wildlife and stuff, but yeah, I mean a 200 meter waterfall drop, just free fall is just absolutely spectacular. It was yeah. unbelievable. For sure. Yeah. If there's absolutely. one that we recommend people go to, that would be it.
1: Yeah.
2: Perfect good because i, I was thinking i was
0: thinking about maybe asking about one waterfall or one national park so that that ticks that box for us okay cool
1: there we go and yeah. it, well this is it there's so much so sorry if we're yeah. on because there's so much to see in and there is
2: areas. When, and it's like what become one of our favorite destinations of all time and we're just we just get so excited about sri lanka we just yeah. want people to go and especially you know one of the things was that the uh terrorist attack happened just over a year ago on easter back in 2019 and to see how they've recovered and to see how that affected tourism and now it's slowly building back up is yeah. it's been it was really nice to go and help contribute and just trying to learn more about them
0: yeah for sure and um thinking about the national parks that was one thing i was thinking about earlier as well when you said that you you accidentally went to a few i'm just thinking that's that's got to
2: be quite easy to do
1: <laughs> yeah know, that's it if you're on a bike driving driving so oh, right to- i'm already here you just start (laughs) seeing
2: something you're like are we in a national park and then you look and you're like yeah the roads are just like going through them it's pretty crazy it's
1: it's gorgeous
2: Jeez. so what's next then
1: um so yeah so i'll just kind of like go back slightly with the to ella train or vice versa that is a really unique experience it's just this is the train going through what we what we did on the bikes basically like the week earlier um but we wanted to stop off and take pictures so when we went on the train we just got to enjoy probably the most beautiful train i don't want to say in the world because there's so many but it was is the most beautiful one i've ever been on yeah it was just really gorgeous um so yeah and that, that basically works in a class system so if you buy first class you are in an AC closed window um, compartment, and that's usually just just all travelers, um, all Westerners usually. Mm-hmm. And then you can go into second class, which was again closed, but I think there was uh, less seating, was that right?
2: Yeah, well, they put in a few more, they allow a few more people in. Yeah. Um, so, so it gets a little bit well. more packed, it's not quite as comfortable.
1: And then you get third class, which has the open windows and the open doors as well, so you can hang out of the doors. And that was a bit hectic. So it's like first come, first serve. And one thing we will tell everyone is that (laughs) Sri Lankan people, when they, because obviously you know the locals all take the third class because that's a lot of a big waste of money for them. Otherwise, and um, they put their they put their belongings through the open windows on the seats before they even get on the train, and then they'll take up the whole of the the whole of the six sections.
0: Bastards. (laughs) So
1: warning. Yeah. Absolutely, it's, it's every man for himself. A strain and. You're trying to get out with your backpack because we, we were on third class and you try and get out with your backpack and there's no one's letting you out because they're all trying to get on to get the seats. So you you have to be forceful, otherwise you will be pushed over. There's
2: literally no order, so you just absolutely yeah. have to force your your way through the scene. And
1: luckily we've been to India, so we were kind of used to it. But if you are going <laughs> to Sri Lanka, straight from a uh, Western country, that just be prepared for the lack of queue. Straight
2: from journalists. <laughs> exactly, yeah.
1: exactly, right. exactly, right, <laughs> and that, Complete order to lack of order. <laughs>
2: it's really nice though because at all the stops you've got people coming on vendors selling all sorts of delicious food yeah um the samosas in sri lanka are just a little bit different than the ones in india but they're so good yeah mm. and, and the uh, people
1: are so nice loads um, of water
2: and there was a, i mean there's a lot of people that were standing for probably it was about a five to six hour ride and i would say the first two hours i was forced to stand mm-hmm. and <laughs> but the, this this guy was just amazing like he was like talking to the people sitting by him and he was just like so when are you guys getting off? And then he like grabs my shirt and he's like, "Hey, these guys are getting off in like an hour. So when we'll when they do, like, there's gonna be a bum rush to their seats. But I'll make sure to save one for this you." This is a local. Oh. I
1: just didn't. Uh, I, I, that's something. Blanco uh, people are so nice. And he was just like, so "Will warm. you please
2: come? Will you guys please come and stay with us? And just it, we were just really moving. Oh, it was so yeah. great. um But the train itself, unbelievably beautiful." Um, Drops you off in Ella, and honestly, Ella is another town, small little mountain feel to it, but just so quaint and lovely, and the down, you wouldn't even call it downtown, I'd say the main strip. Yeah, the main street. It's pretty built up, it's got a lot of bars, a lot of live music, really nice food options. Um, but it it's not a big town. And as soon as you get outside of it, you're just like surrounded by huge, lovely mountains. And then uh, the main attraction right in eleven is the nine Arch Bridge.
0: yeah, nice, which is like a viaduct sort of thing going
1: exactly. Yeah, that,
0: that was I, I'm picturing
2: thing. Hogwarts, sort of. Uh, yeah. like yeah okay yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think you're right on there and I'm yeah. just being I just got introduced to Harry Potter last summer by I Harry, made, so I made him now I'm like taking the deep dive. welcome <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the dark side, buddy. Yeah, right. Yeah. What the light. <laughs> um the tip that we will give for Nine Arch Bridge I think would be um your golden hours, sunrise or sunset. We're big firm believer in sunrise because not many people get up for that mm. including mm. And uh, <laughs> we we typically um, we typically try to get up for that. And When we do, we're not disappointed because we caught some awesome photos and video and a great picture of Leanne, which actually got picked up by the Sri Lankan tourists.
1: Yeah, actually, really? I've got all these Sri Lankan tour groups like reposting my photo.
2: Oh, mm. nice! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was like, oh, you,
2: you know, you did good. <laughs> If yeah right. yeah. <laughs> yeah i think we got lucky on the lighting yeah <laughs>
1: very But yeah that was really cool um but like Corey said in the lighter you go the more busy it is mm. so um yeah early bird gets the morning warm and you're at I
2: elevation think. so it's chilly so pack accordingly sri lanka seems like a very what would you tropical climate but because of the elevation changes you need to bring some uh i wouldn't say full winter but you need to bring some warm weather clothes cold weather clothes mm-hmm. like jumpers and proper trousers yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, or even just a jacket or something, right?
2: Yep.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, Where's next then?
1: And I think one place that we actually didn't mention was Adam's Peak, which is a, um, a hike. So it's actually a monastery, I believe. What is it a monastery or a temple? And um, you can do this overnight hike. You can sleep up, the start in the day earlier and sleep there, but it's um, a pilgrimage site. And basically, if you go during the pilgrimage, it's just hundreds of thousands of people up from three-year-olds to, like, 83-year-olds just all making their way up this massive climb up this peak. Um, we didn't actually do the hike, but we did go and visit the town and go and, um, you know, like, take a look at it from far away. Um, but that's another one for anyone who's looking to go trekking or hiking, that Adams Peak and Little Adams Peak is really popular today.
2: Yeah, what be a most climate. people do as yeah, yeah, they Yeah, that's will, what we wanted to like, do. They'll, but... like, start hiking at, like, 11 p.m. and get two or three hours into it and then sleep on the side of the trail and then um, wake up and be up there for sunrise. It's kind yeah. of like what people tend to do for it. Um, we didn't because we actually were trying to get down to the Southern beaches to because we had a job and we were trying to get down there for New Year's. Um, mm. So we just, we had to, you know, you can't do everything, unfortunately, but yeah. you, you, you try.
1: That means we get to go back there.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Optimistic. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So, are we getting close to New Year's at this point, then?
1: Yes. So, we left Candy just after Christmas. So, um, this is all we did. All of this within the week, the week in Christmas. So, you're probably thinking like, "Wow, this sounds like a lot." And even though we were there for a month, it was a busy trying to cover everything, which we don't usually like to do. We like to take it a bit slower. Um, but mm. because you do only get a thirty day visa if you are fortunate enough to have that much time to go. Um, you're gonna want every single day of it, I promise you that.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then, so then, yeah, we, our, our goal was to get down to Marissa Beach for New Year's because yeah. we'd seen some YouTube videos and just um, all these bars and clubs that are right on the beach, they all have their own specific um, parties going on. Some of them are private that you gotta pay into, but for the most part you can just walk up and down the beach. And jump into a place, have a drink, listen to some music. Whether it's, I think it was mostly DJs, but there was a couple of live. Bands. Yeah, there was
1: a couple of bands there as well.
2: Um, and it was, it was just such a cool. There's fireworks going off all over the Fire place.
1: dances, and it was all free. Everything like was, was
2: free. just obviously except for the food and the drink, but yeah, just for the most part, there was one. I think white party that's become pretty famous in the yeah. last five or ten years that you got to pay, I think thirty or forty U.S. dollars to get into, but other than that yeah just free and a ton of fun and just good people having a good time right on the beach and uh it sounds like a dream i've been to one other new year's in years ago that was probably i would elevate it above it but i think that was because of my naivety as a 20 year old (laughs) (laughs) the actual scene (laughs) yeah (laughs) that sounds great
1: yeah those beaches are beautiful as well. I will say there's so many to choose from. That whole, obviously, so we, we both love to surf. So we were kind of chasing the surf, and that's what we, the work we were doing was some videography work for a surf camp. Oh, and that's um, a yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so that was in Welligama Bay. Um, so we were, that that's not that's about half an hour 20 minutes drive from Marissa. Mm. Um, so that was just happened to be the right season was the south coast. There is also the the east coast which is really nice and really good for surfing but that was the opposite season for us so that was like a cyclone season over there yeah um but would say for the beaches in regards to those um marissa Welligama, anything in that southwest side is a lot busier than it is on the other south the south strip so Great. basically the more you go along the quieter it gets pretty much
2: and cool if you're if you're if you're a surfer and you're listening the best thing to know is that you can go year-round to Sri Lanka because of the way that the currents work Um, if the southern beaches aren't firing you can go up to the northeast and sometimes even the northwest Mm -hmm. but there's other really great swell I think in the summer the summer months because we were there in the winter and that was good for the south so yeah in the summer months the northeast is where it's it's am in the Middle East as well. And it's, it, that looks really nice. And that area is an area that if we go back, or I'd say when we go back, we will we go, we'll go to. Because it looks like it's not as built up. It's a little bit less people. And just kind of something that hasn't quite hit the radar yet. But Sri Lanka is on the up and up. I mean, it's got the waves of Bali, but the the
1: price tag of India.
2: And it, yeah, and it doesn't have Ooh. the uh, yeah, it's yeah amazing. Honestly, I, it's really nice. And those go direct <laughs> the tourism board. <laughs> I know, right. We yeah. should. We should. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. If that meant that we could go whenever
1: we wanted, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but we yeah. So we just had a motorbike, and like they they recently outlawed being able to get a motorbike with the surf rack. So okay. you can't. You either. What you really got to do is just find a tuk tuk driver and then they just strap them to the top of the tuk-tuk and take you to whatever beach that you want, but you got to kind of pre-negotiate your price because they'll they'll get you otherwise. Um, But Welligama Bay is one of the best beginner surf spots that I've seen Um, just in terms of how gentle the wave is and how consistent it is and just a great, great spot to learn how to surf, and there's just surf schools just lining it. And then from there, Marissa was, Marissa Marissa was more party, and then a much um, more, I would say, expert break.
1: For the most part, it was it was a big
2: reef break break that we weren't quite ready for. We actually went over to a place called Midigama, which is a little bit further west, West, and we found really nice swells that I would put us at like beginner-intermediate level of surfers, and we were we were pushing ourselves. Finding great waves, getting some nice long, you know, 20, 25 second rides down the face and enjoying it thoroughly.
1: Yeah, Midigama was, good. If, if we went back as well into that area, I would, I would want to stay in Midigama. Mm-hmm. Um, there was loads of food, you know, nice coffee shops, good places to get some brunch. Um, yeah, and the, just the surf was there. And it had a very Bali feel from it, like, but Bali, if it was a bit quieter feel, Yeah. this area of Sri Lanka. So, you know, you've kind of gone from the wildlife and the mountains and the cultural kind of area to then, like, you get to the surfy beachy part, which yeah. is just, you know, yeah, just really good.
0: Really yeah. good it's weird to think of it being so popular for surfing, because as someone who has only surfed once, and that is uh, a current regret, I do plan to do more. <laughs> um, <laughs> stereotypically, I've always thought of surfing as being Hawaii, California and Cornwall in the UK. So it's weird to think of a place I thought of packed trains, tropical jungle, you know, uh, some mountains. It's weird to think that it's such a big place for surfing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But no, the reef was just, the reef breaks out there are beautiful. They have some really nice beach breaks. Yeah,
2: and it's a good spot for snorkeling, scuba diving. I think whale watching is one of their bigger industries because they have a lot of migratory whales coming through. And And not just like we didn't we didn't go and do that but we were staying in this place where this couple rented i think they went, we went out in like the a helicopter was it a helicopter or a plane
1: either a helicopter or a plane but they
2: went out like you can do the boat tours and see them or you can do it and it didn't seem like it was that extreme of a price so if you're not backpacking you're just going there for a quicker trip so you've got a little bit bigger budget Um, this would be something that would be so cool because we were fortunate to have seen done some whale watching when we were in Alaska, but we didn't do it here. But if we did it again, I think going and seeing them from above would be so cool. It was
1: only like one to two hundred dollars somewhere in that range. I know that's quite a big range because I'm doubling it, but, you know, like it was in like (laughs) in the three digit range.
0: (laughs) Um, Well, for anyone listening who does want to sort of hear about uh, seeing whales and actually swimming with whales then the Tonga episode in June uh, is out at this point. And, um, and, yeah, you can go back listen to that. Uh, Kate there, same person at the Everest Base Camp, um, actually, um, she was able to swim with humpback whales there. Um, so, it's okay. the only place you're allowed to legally do it. So if anyone's listening and wants to hear about that, then you can go back to that episode. But, uh, guys, uh, you are... <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you. Um, you guys are getting close to a time where you need to actually go rafting um yeah. <laughs> so I'm just wondering how much how much more we could probably do another three podcasts in Sri lanka from the sound of things but
2: yeah
0: uh, are you are there any other highlights that you have
2: um I'm just trying to think of like some tips that we could give people one thing in terms of the because one of the main attractions is the candy to Ella train or the opposite um what people should know because the internet is, is full of fluff when it comes to this and we fell for some of the fluff and we figured because our ideal travel time on that train was, like, Christmas Day or the day before or the day after. Um, so we bought our tickets in advance. We overpaid. And we never end- even ended up using them. Um, we ended up going on a different day. Just get to the train station and either Candy or Ella early. And then... Um, just buy
1: the tickets then.
2: Just buy the tickets that day and just hang out at the train station don't, until the train don't comes. Don't
1: pre-book them because then you only get to buy first or second class. Yep. Um, and third class was like, yeah, I mean, it's part of the experience. If you want to get the comfort and the relaxation of first class, sure. But we really like meeting locals. And like I said, everyone's so warm and welcoming. Exactly. That's it. um, So yeah, definitely don't worry about pre-booking your train, no matter what the internet says.
2: (laughs) And I did do a great, um, I won't say great because I don't want to toot, but I did do a thorough, uh, article uh-huh. I wrote a blog about the waterfall <laughs> a great waterfall itinerary for people because yeah we just think that if you go there it's easy just to get sucked into those beaches in the south but go and rent a motorbike you can do it from the beaches you could take two days and go from the beaches and um and go check out these waterfalls but absolutely a must do if you're there and then it's a it just really just surprised us we didn't know what to expect and that was as much as we love the beach and everything, it's rivaling those days just chasing waterfalls. It was so cool.
1: Another highlight as well, food. Try the cool. doll. It's amazing. It's healthy. It's delicious. Oh, my gosh. Doll for the win. It's yeah. cheap. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs>
0: yeah. So let's actually, let's do that now. Whilst we're on the topic, let's do that now before some wrap-up questions, which is yeah. if people do want to hear more from the thorough, <laughs> brackets, <laughs> extremely good, Thorough, potentially
1: great. <laughs>
2: where can we where can we send listeners so what we would say is that um our our newest and latest podcast project is called forever break so foreverbreak.com or foreverbreak.com podcast is where you can go um we're our first season um as we're recording this is well ahead of when this episode will be released but our first season is not geared towards travel it's geared towards mindset mindfulness self-improvement lifelong learning and things like that that's going to be well out by the time this releases it's coming out may 26th and then um so the forever break podcast and then if you're interested in hearing some of our documented travels we have small worlds podcast as well and the nice thing about that is that if you go to smallworlds.com that's where you can find some of our um, itinerary for sri lanka
1: And if you do want to watch a video, if you can't be bothered reading, um, if you just head over to our YouTube channel, it's Small Worlds Podcast on YouTube. Uh, We actually did a video on Sri Lanka. So we've got all the footage, all the visuals that we're trying to describe to you Mm -hmm. that we're definitely not doing justice for. Check out the video and then you can see.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you are. Yeah. And I'll put all of those links <laughs> in the show notes. Oh, thank awesome. So anyone thank listening, they, they can just click on there and it will take you right over, so to each one of those things, yeah. awesome. perfect. So some rapid questions, if, if we've still got time?
1: Yes, please do. Perfect.
0: So let's just go with the three standard ones, I think, which is, what's one thing that surprised you the most about Sri Lanka?
2: I would say coming from India, I didn't expect it, I expected it to be more chaotic. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't expect it to be as chilled out and it's still like the train and everything is still a little bit pushy it's you know you just got to kind of be watching yourself but I didn't feel nearly as I had to have all my five senses on high alert at all times as I felt a lot of the time in in, in India. Um, I just felt like we could chill out a little bit more. And I guess, I don't know why I wasn't expecting that, but when we got there, it was almost like, oh, it's been two months and we're breathing. This is just great.
1: And I will say as a woman, my my answer would be the same pretty much as that. But as a woman, I felt 10 times more comfortable being in a bikini like in in Sri Lanka as I was in India, obviously just because I think there's just slight cultural differences and religious differences. Um, But yeah, I just felt super comfortable and it wasn't quite, like Corey said, all five senses overbearing you a little bit mm-hmm. India was still great but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but the, we have to be on, on, on the ball
0: <laughs> perfect what's one thing that you guys would do differently next time which I from the sound things that absolutely
2: will be a next time
1: <laughs> yeah
2: yeah um
1: be able to go longer than a month yeah extend the visa to the six-month visa <laughs> which is possible
2: to do you can just like go into Colombo and get that worked out so you can extend your time um I think that I would go a different time of year and try and get up on that northeast coast and check that out and serve some of those swells and just kind of see what the um what the vibes like on that part of the island hopefully um at at the time of this recording it's just a few days after a big cat 4 hurricane came up that area the Bay of Bengal so I'm hoping that they're all okay over there. Um but that would be the number one thing for me. Yeah.
0: Perfect. And you know it's always a good trip when the main answer is more time.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Oh, <laughs> right.
2: Yeah, For it sure. was sad. To, it was really sad to leave that country. There was yeah. one. I tried to get this one drone shot at that waterfall that we were talking about that the, has the two hundred meter drop, yeah. and I w- we were trying to mimic. a uh, A drone shot that they got on planet earth that we'd watched and i just studied trying to figure out how they do it but i assume that they have someone flying the drone someone working the camera so i was trying to do the work of two people (laughs) Um, and i almost got it but it wasn't quite good enough
1: close but not close enough and
2: i think with a little more (laughs) more practice i could get it but that would be i would go back and want another shot at that because i think that that could be such an epic shot (laughs) that's cool i like that
0: cool uh, and the last question is: What's mom- one moment you'd relive, which might be paramount because it was so beautiful, or might be really hard to decide because it was so beautiful?
2: Mm,
1: that's a hard question.
2: So I'll say this because we knew going oh, going back to there we, after we were in Sri Lanka, we were going back to India to like the chaos, the like the heart of India's chaos, going into Delhi and then doing the Golden Triangle. Um, and just being like, we were going to have two weeks of really high intense, fast paced travel. And so the last week that we were there, we kind of got done wrapping up the, um, videography work that we were doing. And we just had time to just surf and chill out on the beach. And I just remember having a couple days where we had our surfboards, we were sitting on the beach with like these tiki huts that were just like bringing us good food and drink. And then we could go out and we'd be like, Ooh, some, not as many people are on the wave so let's go out there and I would absolutely just go yeah. back to that and just like that was just complete freedom nothing to worry about and let's really just recharge the battery before we go really try and just get hurt yeah. in India. Mine
1: was just any of the surf really India I'd love surf. to relive really all of it to be honest with you yeah but even the elephant chasing ones because you know it's terrifying as it was it makes a great Top two fun yeah exactly <laughs> but no the, the ocean is just beautiful there it's just the colors are amazing yeah yeah just the whole thing
0: <laughs> perfect well guys thank you so much for coming onto the podcast it's really been my pleasure yeah. and just to reiterate i'll put all of those links in the show notes and i really implore everyone listening to go and check that out so
2: but yeah thank, thank you very much uh, and have fun rafting
1: thank you very much thank you Cheers.
2: take care and um we'll hopefully uh we'll be in touch soon
0: yet another episode that i really love doing sri lanka just sounds insanely gorgeous definitely need to go if you liked what they had to say then please check out their stuff i'll put it in the show notes the youtube the blog the podcast check it out if you enjoyed the show you can follow on uh, this wherever you listen to your podcasts and share it with a friend too but otherwise i hope you have a brilliant day and i'll see you in the next one